Welcome to College Sense and Sensibility, where we share first-gen tips for navigating college and beyond. I'm your co-host, Yutunde, and with me is my co-host, Emmanuel. Hey, Yutunde, ready to kind of continue talking about how to build friendships and maybe how just building our community, right? Like when we're in college or even in life, right? Yes, absolutely. Where do we want to start? Because it's a big topic. So last week, we talked a little bit about healthy friendships, right? Surrounding yourself around the people that you want to be or maybe um, that you see like same uh, aspirations, like you want to get out for whatever reason or you want to transfer or you want to go to the university, whatever that may be for you, right? So one of the things that my students will tell me a lot is when I've had them, they'll be like, you know, I have my friends from, from high school or I've had my friends from middle school. And, you know, we've been together for like a long time, but like we're kind of starting to see differently now, right? Like I really want to go to medical school or I really want to be an engineer. And, you know, they're just like not feeling that and they're just starting to work full time and start to really just get to work right after right after high school. And and I tell my students like, well, you can definitely find like a community wherever you're at, right? But you got to put in some of that effort. Mm-hmm. So and you did, how did you find your community? Let's just kind of start with that. Yeah, I mean, I um, my two closest friends that I talk to regularly, like every day, every other day, even now as an adult, are friends that I made in college um, who I... Actually, now that I think back back as we talk about this, almost every friend I have now is a friend that I met in college who I either went to office hours with or had a study group with, every single one. Um, and, you know, it just started with general, typical ways that most of us meet our friends, which is, you know, we were in the same class, we went to school together. And then uh, the two People I'm thinking of um, off the top of my head were people who I I had seen them in class. I knew we were the same major, but I didn't know them personally. And then I ran into them at office hours. Well, from office hours, we started a study group and we started studying together. So from the study group, we just started hanging out, you know, just like normal. Oh, we just finished studying. Let's go out to dinner. We'll go out to dinner together. And then we just started hanging out. And our regular weekly study group became, became our regular weekly hangout <laughs> and then from the regular weekly hangout you know was a bridesmaid at a wedding <laughs> so it just <laughs> I mean it just grew a friendship and um and honestly you know one of the things that a lot of people don't tell you uh but I will definitely share with our listeners is that most of your lifelong friends are friends that you make in high school and college um you know as adults you don't actually make quite as many friends as you do at that period of time in your life so it's really important to make sure that the people who you have in your life at that time are the right kind of people because it can make or break your direction, right? Because, you know, they were all, these were all women who were pursuing college degrees, all have master's degrees, are all working professionals now, you know, we're all moms now with the exception of one person. So, you know, it really does influence how you live your day-to-day life. And it's, it's crazy to think about that, right? Like how we made these friends. I mean, I made some of my closest friends just actually by moving in together. Like we didn't know each other. Mm-hmm. We literally, um, 
Um, Santa Barbara basically had this online database that we can kind of connect with roommates and we're just like, hey, what's going on? We talk to each other. We're like, cool, like, let's connect. And, you know, we start and how better to find somebody or like get to know somebody and living with them. Right. So my roommates basically are some of my still closest friends that I talk to. And we might not talk as much as we used to, but it's somebody that I know I can just connect with, call them talk about it but we would basically do the the library study thing we would study um during the week right and we would so go to the library we would work out together and then we would go go ahead and, uh, and i kind of need that workout part back <laughs> but um we definitely would then um go to dinner together go out and hang out and it's just very interesting because i tell my students all the time like you can find these students like if you're maybe if you know, if you're a first year student in the university, they do a really good job a lot of times when you're in those learning communities to do social programming, right? Where you get together, you hang out. And if you're in the community college, what I will say is like join a club, join an organization, right? So you can get some like-minded people like you. Mm-hmm. And Absolutely. it doesn't have to be necessarily in your major. Maybe you're just interested in the, this topic of of biology, but you, you're a history major and you might like, you know what? I've always liked biology and not necessarily ready to commit to necessarily majoring in it but i've been fascinated with this so i'm just look at this bio club and do it or hey i've been really interested in like student government and i'm gonna go ahead and just just try to try it in student government and then you will create some relationships through there and they start they start building and another thing is is joining one of those classes like usually i feel like when you join a counseling class we do a lot of like icebreakers and community right. building because mm-hmm. we know, right? We get it. Like those social pieces in college are so important for you to be successful. Because if you don't feel connected to the college, the university, the school that you're going to, it's really hard to go every single day. So taking those classes with a counselor can sometimes also help you, I feel like, build relationships Mm -hmm. through those classes. Absolutely. Yeah. You got to enjoy coming on campus. (laughs) You know, that's all part of that's why, you know, if you go on campuses, that's why campuses host events, right? Because students have to feel connected and feel happy to be there. Right. And that's, you know, so that that's all part of building that. And I love it when I see I don't know about you, but I love it when I see students who I know met through my class and then I see them together on campus, even though it's been like a semester or two since they had the class, you know, and I still have students who, you know, reach out to me years later who took my class, you know, at some point and when they first mm-hmm. started at college and and so yeah the classroom is a really great way to you know build that start some friendships and i love what you're saying about joining clubs and everything because you know you don't want to limit it to just the immediate people you see every day you want you know exposure you know so yeah that's a great that's a really great point and and sometimes you gotta go after it right because i know it's so easy nowadays like when you're starting class and you get there early and it's so easy to get on your phone mm-hmm. right and i see all my students sometimes i like would walk into my class um, and i would see everybody on their phone like five minutes before class starts and i would say hey y'all this is an opportunity for y'all to speak to, to each other right and so i just call the students out and be like look like put your phone down for a minute introduce yourself to your neighbor like, just ask them how their weekend was, right? So I kind of push that. And, of course, you know, half the class would look at me and then get back on their phone. But then 
I would see another like 10, 15 students, like just like introduce each other, introduce themselves. And then we kind of start with that icebreaker there and start rolling into class. And, and like you said, like I would then start seeing them walk out of class together, mm. right? Mm-hmm. Or come to class together or ask me, you know, saying, Hey, do you have that extra sheet? Um, because, um, so-and-so is not here and I just want to make sure they get it. And that's when I'm like, I love it. I love it, right? I love that you're you're connecting with with me. I love that you're getting that extra homework for your friend. Like this is this is this is what college is about, I feel like, and helping each other and finding and creating your network, right? Right. Now, did you when you were in undergrad, did you take any sort of um, counseling support or, you know, student support class? Yeah, you know, I took a career class when I was in Santa Barbara, and mm. it's funny because I had like with my roommates actually, mm. and we were in that career class together. And I almost feel like I got so much more out of it because we were able to talk about these pieces, right? And as a first gen student, like I didn't know about resumes, mm-hmm. right? I didn't know how to network. I wasn't sure what I was gonna do after college, and oh, we could definitely do another. Um, podcast on just like right when you're getting in ready into the into the professional world but that was something that class that I still learn to this day and I remember that my career our career counselor um said she was like very adamant about career she loved it you could just tell and she was like look if you're applying for a job and you meet all the qualifications and there's nothing new for them to teach you then you're overqualified and underpaid right and I say that because my friends and I used to talk about that to each other after that class like we never really thought of it that way right and but the fact that I had this network to continue to that conversation from class I felt like helped me really just kind of think about my career right in a whole different way and pushed me in a whole different way which you just don't realize that when you have that community Mm -hmm. It changes everything. Right. Yeah. Like I mentioned, you know, all my friends, every single one of my friends, uh, with the exception of one person, and that's only because she lives out of the country, um, but every single one has at least a master's degree. And that's just because, you know, as we grew together and study group and we talked about careers and what we wanted to do and what we would be doing 10 years from now, you know, in a way we, we were encouraging each other. So although we did it at different times, right? So some of us immediately after undergrad, some of us years later, but it didn't matter because when I would talk to that friend, it'd be like, Hey, so what about that master's? Have you started that yet? You know? And so that's sort of already kind of like, ah, I remember we talked about that years ago, so I got to do it, you know? So it was still that positive influence had such a lasting effect. And so, yeah, you're absolutely right that it's, it's it, you know, those <laughs> those friendships can be so foundational, can be so foundational. Yeah. So what would you say, you know, when you do have uh, students who, you know, they've got their group of friends, you know, how do they what do you recommend in terms of like how they keep it going? Right. Because it's very especially now with technology, Facebook. Right people don't call each other. They don't get on the phone and, or, you know, converse the way they did when we were in college. Right. How do you keep the friendships going? That's a great question. I think friendships, relationships, right. They take effort. Right. So one of the things like, I feel like 
that I connect with people is I, I know some people don't reach out as much, right? And that's just them, right? They don't reach out to me as much to hang out. But every time I reach out, they're like, yeah, we're totally down to hang out. Mm-hmm. So I feel like if you want to keep that going, sometimes it takes that, it takes you to reach out to them, right? And I always never, I never take it as a negative because I have some friends like, oh, they don't reach out to me anymore, right? So I'm not going to connect with them anymore. But I've always found that everybody has their own lives. Everybody's busy, right? So if I want to hang out with somebody, I'm just going to call and reach out. So I would, and I'm just going to roll into my one thing. Like my one thing is like, don't be afraid to be the one to initiate, right? Mm, to hang out. That's don't be so afraid. Good. Yeah, that's so <laughs> just, good. Right? Because it's so easy to get in our shell and not. Mm-hmm. But I mean, and this Guilty. is how this whole podcast started, right? <laughs> I mean, you tend to, this is how we started, right? We just like connected one day and we just started talking and this is how things start, right? But could you imagine if we both wouldn't have talked that one day, right? We wouldn't be sitting here in this yeah. chair doing these things and just helping or hoping hoping we're helping more students, right? And it just takes that little bit of initiation. So that'd be my one thing. Yeah. How about and, yours? Yutene? And I think the audience can tell who reached out. <laughs> <laughs> Why do I talk that much? (laughs) (laughs) That's such a great point. It's so funny because, you know, just a little side story as we wrap up. Um, I I have a a, a, what easily a friend that's like a sister to me, who I've known literally since I was fourteen. Again, someone who studied together, started out with just studying together, but this is like middle, even since middle school, right? And we can go years without talking. But she'll text me on my birthday and I'll text her on her birthday. That might be the only two forms of contact we have all year. But as soon as we pick up the phone, our friendship just picks up right where it left off. So such a great point. Don't be afraid to be the one to reach out. That's so good. My one, my one thing. <laughs> I was going to say you're going to reach out to her after this, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm going to face her after we're done. My one thing would be to appreciate the friendships you have. Show your appreciation for the friendships you have. So while you're in it, while you're Mm -hmm. studying, while you're appreciate that friendship, there are very few friendships that last the 20 plus years that we're talking about that we've had. But when I think back to the people I appreciate most in my life, those those are the ones. So appreciate them, show them your appreciation, uh, and be forgiving, you know, because they may do things you don't like, but that doesn't mean it's not a good friendship. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I love that. I love that. And so, you know, I'm going to challenge our listeners right now, like start building that community now, like in your next class, like put that phone down and just introduce yourself to your to your neighbor or to your group. Uh, person in your group and just say hey like do you want to study for this class like i'm going to challenge you all to try, try to do that so you can kind of keep building that community all right listeners so that's what we have for you today yutende do you mind letting our listeners know where they could find us at so listeners we want to hear from you if anything we've said today resonates or if you've got a question you want to make a comment you can find us at cc underscore sensibility on both ig and twitter and you can also email us at cc and sensibility at gmail.com that's cc a n d s e n s i b i l i t y at gmail.com and until next time keep learning <laughs>